forever. Dog. What's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for joining hey. us once again. This is It's a Mess. Yo, yo, yo. This is Caswell. And Peppermint. And I am on the West Coast. And I am on the best coast. Ah! You set it up. <laughs> Which is New York City, in case I'm, nobody knows. And I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> I can hear that cackle from here. <laughs> uh, how, 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 is, how is your day so far, Pep? It's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I got a lot done. I went, um, ran a bunch of errands, got a lot done. I'm getting ready to travel. I got a lot of travel on my calendar already like in the next month i'll be in la twice so, so you're gonna you're gonna be we'll in talk la about, in march we'll talk about it or, yeah but we don't have to say exactly when i mean yeah we won't have to say exactly when for the sake of this but yes i'll be in la in february and march okay but I'll tell you more okay about okay, it okay. i'll when be catching you both times <clears throat> yeah so i'm excited about that i'm gonna start start writing um some new music and yeah, I'm looking forward to um, taking a bikini shot by a pool. That's my goal for 2019. I don't. I I got the same goals. <laughs> I got the same goals. I told you I've been doing the keto shit. Oh my god! So I I know I said this online already. Like I'm so into keto right now because it's been working. I've been losing about five pounds a week, and I'm trying to get to Woo! 170 and then get shredded because I really want to look amazing for these videos I got to shoot. I checked. I checked ibu. I checked ibuprofen for carbs before I took it. That's how crazy I've been. I just want to make sure I. Stay and ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, that's how you know you have a problem. I do not have a problem. <laughs> it's just that you have to treat your body you a little check bit. Like the carbs on air. <laughs> <laughs> My body is a science experiment right now. I got. I got to know exactly what's going in. And I've been going to the gym twice a day. I'm really going hardcore. I gave myself, like, I, I didn't start, you know, getting into fitness crazy. Like, on January 1st, like everyone did. I was kind of lax about it. But February 1st, full tilt. You know, you and I are more in sync than than we probably think. Because I did the same thing. Pretty much February. January, I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, and you know why. Yeah. But February, I was like... Boom. And I also lost five pounds the first week of February. Yeah, like I was, I'm, I'm 6'2", and I was about a smooth 195. And right now, I'm at a little over 180, and I want to get to 170. I don't like, unlike every gay guy I see at the gym, I actually don't want to be big. Like, I already have, like, wide shoulders and, like, tall. Like, I don't want a problem walking through doorways and shit. Like, I like to be thin. <laughs> And shredded, like that's how I I feel. I feel happiest when I'm like thin and lean and toned. Like I'm not interested in being mm-hmm. like 210 pounds of muscle or anything like that. Like I, I just feel like, and plus, like Me it's neither. much easier to to move around on stage. You know, I'm really energetic on stage and stuff like that. So I just feel like. It just works better for me. I always feel better thin. So I'm just, it, you know, as you get older, it does not get easier. So anyway, it gets harder. I haven't showered yet. I'm here on the mic with my best friend. Okay, so let's 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 get into these questions because I'm ready to help some people's lives. (laughs) Me too. If you have any type of problem or 
issue. Are you talking to me? Um, Are you talking to? Yeah, I'm talking to I'm talking to our listeners. Cass, if you have a problem or an issue, <laughs> or right. issue, to everyone out there, I'm talking to our listeners, to everyone out there. If you have any type of issue and and something that you need help with. We are the ones. We just started this podcast. We are not licensed clinicians. We are not licensed psychologists. We're but trash. We, we, you know, we've, we, yeah. <laughs> we are trash just and like you. We've lived. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, I figured that would go perfectly with that. Um, we've lived nice, robust lives. I won't say how long. <laughs> and and so we have a lot of experience between the two of us. Between the two of us, we have at least 150 years experience. Um, <laughs> so there's no situation that he and I have not been in half the time together. And so we can help you out. So we have some folks that wrote in. Uh, we ask people to write in to us at askhasandpep at gmail.com. And you can also find our social media, which we'll put that up in a tag after the show. And um, and you can write to us and, you know, send in your problems. We want Everything is anonymous. And so these listeners probably listened to us last week and got, I'm excited, they got encouraged to write in. And so we have some new questions waiting for us. And here we go. Oh, let's get to um, it. I'm... I'm Let's get to it. So this is question number one. Dear Kaz and Pep, I'm a 38-year-old gay man and a huge fan of both y'all. Congrats on the podcast. Here's my mess. I have been working at a car dealership for the past two years, and I work on commission. I make good money, and I'm actually the best salesman on the lot. But I recently was fired by my boss for absolutely no reason at all. He says he has enough people on the lot and he's just going to let me go until further notice. But I personally believe that he's jealous because I sell cars better than anyone does. And he feels that if he gives me the boot, he can make more money. I am so full of anger and I am hungry for revenge. So here's where I need your advice. This boss of mine has been having an affair on his fiancée, whom he's supposed to marry in April. I know for a fact that he's been having this affair for at least three months now. I am so petty, and I low-key took footage of him making out with his mistress at his office. The entire time he was kissing her, he had his hand up her skirt and was feeling her ass. I did this easily because the wall that separates his office from the rest of the store is made out of a glass and she thought the store was empty, but once I saw what was going on, I pulled out my iPhone and hit the record button. Besides this set of proof, I also cracked the code to his email and I took snapshots of the emails he's been sending to his mistress that are filled with details about their trips to shady hotels and what they love to do with each other sexually. I'm honestly considering sending this footage and copies of the email to his wife anonymously just to get back at his evil ass for firing me. Or maybe should I just hint to him that I have this footage and tell him that I want my job back? Or should I just leave it alone? Let me know what you think. Signed, Petty as Fuck. 
Well, I love this guy already. <laughs> I definitely want him to take advantage. Why? Because he thinks like me. Have you ever been in a situation like that? Let me just like tell that? you something. Let me tell you something. When I turned 21, okay. me and my best friend went to a bar and they wouldn't let us in because they, he, they okay. said that our IDs were, I don't know, that they were expired, but they weren't. Fake? I don't remember. So okay. the guy the guy at the door, we went to, I think it was called Ralph's. It's in Worcester, Massachusetts. Is it called Ralph's? Woo! So we sent the guy a box of shit. <laughs> Ew. Like we Ew. are so. Whose shit, nasty? Whose dog shit? Who, sh- who pooped in a shit. box? It was dog shit. We wrapped okay, it up. Okay. Like, that's how I, I, me and my friend, my best friend Tyler, that I've, he's like family to me. I mean, I've been how did you with send him since it we were 11 him? years old. Post office. Did you mail it? Mm-hmm. With gloves on. So I'm all. Do you think it made it? I don't know. I didn't ask any questions. I don't see why I didn't. So I'm all about that revenge <laughs> shit, man. Especially when someone does me wrong. I think what he should do. Okay, there are two things he could do, right? So okay, he could either he could either find another job. I don't know how many other car lots on. You know, if he has good recommendations or if they I would assume that this guy isn't going to give him a shitty recommendation if he gives a job somewhere else or he could just, you know, if you if you've been selling cars for a while, you probably can prove that you know your shit. So he could probably get a job on another lot, possibly a better lot, making more money. I don't know. But or and send it anyway for another address or put it on someone's Facebook. I... I disagree. <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. I, I, did, I didn't say yet. I said these are the two choices. That's the first one. Or he could walk into the office and be like, let me tell you what I have and let me tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> he could walk into the But he could get in trouble for cracking into someone's okay. email. Before you even tell him what you think, which of those choices he should do, I have been fired from many a job. Really? Okay. Really? Let me tell you. Really? Can you believe it? Okay. The tea is spilling here, darling. It's getting hot. The tea is getting hot, and I'm telling just you. Okay. And the rest of the world. Um, yeah. When I was younger, I got fired. I mean, I've gotten fired from... I think I've gotten fired from most of my jobs that I've ever worked at. Stealing. Honestly. Um, I got fired... Uh, I worked at the, I worked at a bunch of banks and I did not get fired from stealing from the bank or robbing the bank. <laughs> Set it off. Um, I've been fired. Hello, bitch. <laughs> Honey, that's in the, my braids. That's when. <laughs> you plotted that shit. Yeah, you, did, you did rob, you schemed. You were that girl behind uh, the teller like, here you go, please don't kill me. Give me my percentage. <laughs> You, wait, did you see that side eye that I gave about the the, the, the Paris is burning shoes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the point is, um, I worked at a bank, and I kind of worked my way up. I worked for a temp agency that would send me out to different banks. I cannot. And see so I worked for this. I cannot see it. I cannot. What in the hell? Why not? You what is don't... it about me that doesn't? I'm not. I'm not professional. I don't know. I don't see you like executive peppermint. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I can see you at the map store. I'm not I can offended. See you, I can see you at the makeup bank where you got makeup. 
as you do your nails. Well, I used to I used to work there as well. Okay, did you get fired? I got fired for being I got fired for being late. I can't um, see that. You, you listen, motherfucker. You trying to survive? You trying to survive? <laughs> okay, so go on. So you got fired from the bank. You got fired okay, from the okay, bank. Okay, okay, okay. So I got fired from the Listen, listen, listen. I'm listening. Listen, Linda. I got fired from the bank. Yeah. Um, for Because I was late. I got fired from the bank again because I was um, too femme for them and they didn't like my presentation. Um, and they told me so. Um, and then... That I didn't get fired from every job. I exaggerated because I have worked at other jobs, and I did work in another job where I quit. And they even told me if I ever wanted to come back, then the job is mine. Okay, girl. So um, does this have to do with revenge? Did you get revenge on the bank? I did not. I no. I wanted. This is what happened. I ended up from. Okay, there was a particular makeup store that I worked for that I love and respect very much. I won't say who, which one. And long story short, everyone who works at the makeup store is supposed to be trained in the makeup. So anyone is supposed to be qualified to sell the makeup. And I was on the floor alone by myself one day. And they, there was a bunch of the management and other managers from other parts of the district in the management office in there with cameras looking at the floor and the phone is ringing and it's the five o'clock rush and women are like can you help me can you help me and they're like fighting over who was there first and I was like flash Gordon up at that motherfucker I was running around I was getting this lipstick I was like you like this lipstick why don't you try it on too and tell her what you think of that I'll be back ladies and like ran to the cash register to ring somebody up I was like who's trying to ring up I was answering the phone I was doing it all and I was running around. I'm like, where the hell are the rest of the employees? And then the phone is ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing. And then I pick up the phone and it's the managers on the phone telling me, um, Peppermint, there's a lady over in the corner who has been waiting for about five minutes. You need to work a little harder. And it was the managers. So I hung up the phone and ran to the back, to the office, and I let them have it in the back office. And I was like, y'all need to get up off your ass and get out here and help me. Well, that's probably why they ended up firing me. It might be, it might be, it might be. I wanted to get revenge. Mm -hmm. Believe me, I was thinking of ways to put some cayenne pepper in the lipstick thing, whatever. I wrote wrote before I I left on the wall in the powder. I was writing on the wall, let's all walk out. I was trying to have meetings in the back of like, hey y'all, let's everyone just walk out. If we all walk out, they can't get us. Fast forward, years later, I now have a new relationship with that company. And had I done some revenge shit, it certainly would have gotten back to them. And so I'm, I realized that the people you see on the way up are the people you see on the way down and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, you know, 
there's never, there's almost never a last time. If I think if, if I did somebody real dirty on purpose, the universe would make sure that they had a chance to get me back. I have never been fired from a club that I've worked at for a shady reason, but I will tell you that if I did, I already know that what I want to do. And me and you learned this the hard what way. Would you do? I want to take a piss in the smoke machine. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember that time we were working at the Ritz? <laughs> and I don't know who the fuck God. they pissed off, but whoever they pissed off took a piss in the smoke machine. <laughs> and then when the place clouds up, the smoke drenched oh like urine. And like, I was kind of like, I was annoyed, but I was like, this is fucking genius. Dagging. I'm gonna, when I, when, if some club ever shade, shades me, or, or if some, if some club fires me and doesn't get my pay, I will take the smelliest piss. I'll take like five vitamins before I take this piss. And I'll piss in that smoke Ooh, machine. And eat asparagus. I'll go upstairs, smoke on the, uh, piss in the other smoke machine. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Look, Ooh. I love revenge. I love revenge. <laughs> I think what he should do is he should put it on. I think I think he should put it on ice. I think he should get a job somewhere else. Assuming there's another car lot close enough, I don't know where he lives. I'm assuming there's another car lot Mm -hmm. that he can get a job at. I don't know how competitive a field it is. I, I, it's it's probably not the place to work while that guy is there. But you wait. If you if they get married April first, you send that to them on March thirtieth. You send it to her. You sent you sent it to her so she don't she don't give it up on on the wedding night <laughs> on their honeymoon. Really? Her, her ankles are tied together. Get her pissed or do it like the night before the wedding and just like put it on. But but like you got to scheme that shit. Like go to the public library and use their computers. Like just and just like snapshot all that shit and make sure that y- your hands are clean and no one can do shit about you. In the like, I don't know if they would be obvious if you send her the footage of if this guy if this guy if this shady queen that wants revenge sends the footage to his fiance. I don't know if it's gonna be obvious that he's gonna be the one that took it. I mean, anyone could have still been in the office at that time. It could also be on the camera still or something like that. I don't know. But I think that as long as as long as you were in the clear and no one can prove it was you, I would do it. I would do it. Okay, so what is your, that's your advice to him is yes. to send the 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 send the tea, send the proof of the affair and watch it all get your popcorn ready yeah sit back with a big bowl of popcorn but don't only send it to her send it to her mama send it to her best friend send it to all of her sisters oh my oh now you're oh now you're really going in send it to all her gay friends but right now take the time to do your research so right now let's say it's February and they're getting married in two months you take the time you do your research you check out her Facebook you check out his Facebook send it to his mama too like get them all in trouble cause now he's fucking with his money for no reason I, I truly believe that there is no I agree, reason I there, agree there's no reason to get the best employee well there is a the reason group. yeah so that's what I say to you like I he said he has a reason I'm not a lawyer <laughs> So I don't know what kind of mess you get in, and that's why I gotta make sure I make sure. So you might need to get one if you, if you need, if you follow that advice, you might need to get one. Um, Petty and what's the name? Petty, 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 sign Petty as fuck. Um, (laughs) That's what I say. Yeah, I, I, 
I disagree. I say karma's a bitch. And look, if that guy is messing around with, is cheating on the wife, believe me, darling, you don't, (laughs) believe me, darling, if there's a videotape and an email to be hacked, the wife has already done it. Mm, Believe not me. Every, not every wife is like she, you. <laughs> not every wife is trying to crack the code on that man's phone, girl. Not every wife. And obviously... Well, she will, eventually. I don't know. I, I feel... I, I think he's going to I think he's gonna get... Listen, hold up. I, I, I do think that... Look, bottom line is, I don't think you should do it. I really don't think that you should, to, should do it because... I feel like I'm not a lawyer. None of us are forensic scientists and none of us are technicians. You're a damn car salesman. No, no tea, no shade. You do not, you are not really, I know you feel very MacGyver, but I'm telling you that someone will be able to chase it back to you and that boss will come for you. If you make that boss lose his wife and maybe his mistress, honey, he's going to find out where you are. And so I don't know if there's a way for you to do it and have your hands clean. You're upset about this job. I think you can get another. It's not the only place to work or we would all be co-workers. So obviously there's another place to work. So go and get another job and focus on the the future and leave that asshole in the past. Just, I don't know Regard- if you keep, if you say an, uh, yeah. Regardless, we want to follow up. We get a new job. We want to. We want to follow up. Yeah, we do. So let's know. The other thing you could possibly do is go to the higher up. So if you go to the person above him, be like, "Look, I I make you money. I sell cars better than anyone else in that lot. Don't fire me, or I'm gonna go to the Better Business Bureau, or blah blah blah." That's the other thing you can do. But I want to bring up the fact that you hack up, hacked into the email. Well, duh. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next question. Here's the next question. All right. Hey, guys. Glad to be back on the podcast. It is me, Bob the Drag Queen, and I will be doing another dramatic reading of a question from one of your listeners. Cue the music. Dear Kaz and Pet. Okay, so this question is probably a lot more peppermint than Caswell, but Caswell, feel free to chime in. I'm a drag queen from Nashville, Tennessee, and I've applied to be on Drag Race seven times now. The second time I applied for Drag Race, I actually made it to the second step where they send you a list of personal questions, and I had a talk with somebody on the phone, but I never got any further than that. So I just want to know, what am I doing wrong? I've seen comments online that in order to get on the show, you need to be attached to some type of controversy, like maybe a pageant queen that you used to compete against, or also, you know, want some other show to be, or have a lot of Instagram followers. Listen, I have a huge array of outfits, have a great eye, I do comedy, I sing, and I'm also a fierce Madonna impersonator. Peppermint, oh, and Caswell, what can you tell me that I am doing wrong? Tell Peppermint, how did you get on the show? And what do other queens do? Do you have any advice for someone who desperately wants to make it on? Plus, I'm going to be 40 this year, and it's obvious that the older I get, the slimmer my chances are. Signed, your favorite Nashville drag queen. Well, Miss, your favorite. Um, Thank you for writing in. I get this question a lot. And I think one of the things, and what I'm going to say is going to sound so obvious, um... 
But um, I'll tell my story a little bit first. I auditioned for Drag Race three times. I had um, a little bit of a history with not not much, but I have been around RuPaul, worked at a couple of the same events, been at some of the same events with RuPaul in the past before Drag Race ever came out. And so there was one time where I was in um, a, dra- uh, a RuPaul lookalike contest and I didn't get it. And I was so shady and I was like, this shit's fixed. And I was so pissed. Um, I wasn't shady, but I was pissed because I didn't win and I thought I should have. Um, and I remember like being, looking back, n- knowing that I wasn't as polished as I could have been, but um, I, I, I was, I always found myself several times around RuPaul. Excuse me. And I didn't get the best vibe. I didn't necessarily feel like, you know, we clicked right away. Um, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but, you know, I always felt like a little bit of a distant vibe. She didn't know me. I didn't know her. But I guess I was hoping that she would see something in me that and be like, hey, little sis, come over here. She never did that. Um, And so when I applied... I just knew she had it in for me. She was she's she remembered me because I made a name for myself. And I was thinking, this girl, RuPaul, does not want me to be on the show. It's personal. You know, I'm never gonna get on here. And that's what I felt like the first couple times that I applied. Um, in addition to that, there was obviously some personal stuff that I was going through. I was really not sure how to kind of present myself. Um in my audition. And so my transness had a lot to do with kind of the low self-esteem that I was feeling and the the lack of confidence that I had when I was auditioning and filming myself. So I was filming myself thinking that RuPaul had a grudge. I was really not that confident when I was taping myself. And the third time that I finally did it, I was like, fuck it. Who cares? I might not get this. I'm just going to do it one last time. And lo and behold, that's the time I get it. Now, I understand seven times is really a lot of time and energy and money to put into putting a new, fresh audition tape. But honestly, it's the luck of the draw. When I had a conversation about that with with the producers and I had almost gotten on the second time and almost gotten on the first time, I realized that they had, you know, the, the season that I would have gone on would have been Bob, uh, I'm sorry, um, the season that they almost put me on that they didn't put me on was the same season that they put on Bob the Drag Queen. And maybe they didn't want two black queens from New York. Um, you know, it's really tough to know like exactly what they're going to want. And so the best advice I have is just be yourself. Don't try to um, assume what they're going to want. And they'll either take you or they won't. The more you audition, the better your chances are, regardless of how old you think you are, because they remember you. I think the queens, if they feel like they know the best, who they are, are the ones that they end up putting on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, obviously, you have more of an insight than I do, but I think that 
trust your instincts and if there's something that's telling you that you should switch up switch it up i don't know the process of making a audition tape for paul's drag race but all i know is during but the you've two weeks before who i mean you, you not for drag race you've been to an audition before i've I've been to an audition before, but I've never had to send in an audition tape before. I've never done that for anything. So I don't okay. I don't know what the requirements are for the audition tape, but all I know is all the drag queens that I know that are doing it every year or twice a year are trying to crack the code. And they're all using the same editor and they go to the same guy because this guy got pheromone on or this guy did the same tape that got this person on. So they try to, once they find out who did it, they try to like crack the code and they stick with it. So I totally get that. And I also think that when you make your audition tape, show a bunch of people and get their insight and find out what's going to make you different and polished now i feel like it's even harder to get on the show because of because of all stars you know because the all stars queens are even more polished because now they have that rupaul's drag race money from doing work the world and all the tours and the bitch fest and or the bitches roast or the haters roast or whatever the fuck it is so you know (laughs) but i know but you know pep like before people get on that show some of them are taking out loans like, you know, I think was it Miss Cracker that said she spent over $40,000 on looks and outfits to get on the show. I mean, you can't you can't just show up there with some, you know, two dollar boots and some fishnets and, you know, have this rock and roll perspective and think you're going to go queens far. Do. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Some queens do. Some queens do. But I'm trying to say is like you are going to be judged by Michelle Visage. So, and RuPaul yeah. and the other people. And they really, you know, they're really looking for a star. So it takes a lot. It takes a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm glad. There is so much money to that you have to invest when you do drag. I mean, I, obviously I'm not coming Even before Drag Race. Like, yeah, just like, just, just doing drag in general and trying to like switch up your outfits. Like, Drag outfits, these costumes, these feathers, like rhinestones. Rhinestones are not cheap. Rhinestones are expensive. Videotapes are expensive. Paying an editor is expensive. Getting new looks that weren't on the thing before. So, what would you just say? What would you say? Your final piece of advice to her? I'd say, look, the good news, the bad news is there's no formula. It's not like there's an exact thing that's you know, two plus two equals four, and then you do it, and then you're on. Because if they did that, then the hundreds or thousands of queens that are auditioning would all be on the same season. And so it really does come down to the people who are casting it and their choice. That being said, as a reality show, they do cast types. Um, They do tend to cast someone as the bitch. They cast someone as, you know, the big fun girl. They they cast a pageant queen. They cast... All the the, the 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 comedy queen they do cast types but if you're not a comedy queen don't try to pretend like you are just to get on the show because they will see right through it and then right. they won't put you on they right. want to see who you really are and you they then you have to let them decide which kind of slot they're gonna put you in and right. usually it's the right one um and so I would say Keep doing it. I'm not one to tell you to just to try to discourage you. But the good news is we are getting to the point now, I believe, 
that with things like the Boulay Brothers um, uh, show and, um, you know, Drag Race is now spreading out to other countries that there's a new show that's that's on right now with um, Alexis Michelle and Juju B and uh, Thorgy Thor and um, uh, BB Zara Benet on TLC. There's, or Lifetime, one of them. Um, there's different channels um, it is TLC that are trying different things. People are more open to drag because of RuPaul's Drag Race. It has started to open the door. And so it is probably going to be if you're good at what you do and if what your goal is is to make more money as a queen then you probably will have um, an easier time doing that now than you would have a few years ago. There's a lot of queens that I know that are, they're not making drag race money, but they're making like one or two levels below that because they have a lot of Instagram followers and their look is really polished and they've never been on drag race. There's one girl, Bible Girl is a popular example of that. I don't know how much money she makes, but she's got, she's had a lot of opportunities because she's been friends with a lot of the drag race girls and she's around them. But then also because she built up her following online. And so, I, you know, I think be yourself when you make the tape. You know, you don't need to spend a lot of money on the tape. Just, it's more important that you have more personality. That's not necessarily about how much money you spent on the tape. And then put it through and forget about it. Work on two seasons at a time if you can. And, you know, because you might as well kill two birds with one stone. And then put it behind you and, I don't know, write a book, work on some music, make a paint a painting. Build your name, right? Do something. Like, build your name, you know? Exactly, build your name. If you're you're the Madonna impersonator, be the best Madonna impersonator. I mean, that's how Derek Barry, I'm sure that contributed to him going on. And um, um, Chad Michaels, who I love. So I think that you should just build your name. That's where it's really going to help. I don't know. I don't know if they create these rivalries or if they're true or how they find out that they were both in the same pageant or anything like that. Or if they make these stories, you probably have a better insight of that, Pep. But I would just focus on, I mean, if there is a rivalry that you want to exploit, find a way to do it, I guess. But just no, I mean, the the reason why there's I mean we're not I'm not talking about all stars rivalries all stars rivalries are different because the girls are, are have already been on the show right um, and they've been introduced to each other right. but rival rivalries in the original season they they are real to an extent because these are both queens who you know in Alyssa and Coco Montrese's case were both at the top of their both of both of their games in in their cities. And so it was inevitable that they were going to encounter each other on social media, at other pageants. There was the same thing with Trinity in my season, Trinity right. and Eureka. They were both at the top of their game. Yeah, but how did how and did how did the how did the the producers of RuPaul's Drag Race find out about the rivalry, or did they exploit it when they sent it in? I I, I I'm not even a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't. I can't answer that. Okay. I don't know that that was a part of the plan before they got on the show. It certainly didn't seem like it was. It's not like we, you know, w- when they walked in, they were like, well, they went at it. Like there was, it was a little icy. You could tell that they knew each other, uh, but it wasn't like you know. It it just developed naturally, okay. honestly. Um, and th- believe it or not. 
reality TV is just so different than how everyone thinks that it is. It, there is some fakeness about it, but the fakeness about it generally comes from people hamming it up for the cameras or hamming it up right. to be extra. Um, and Gina. and that's what the that's what and that's what any producer likes. Um, I've never been in a situation where they sat down and said, "Okay, this is not anything that you would ever do, but we want you to go over here and do this and say this exactly." Like I've never sent, seen that on Drag Race. I was only on it once, um, but you know, for the most part, they would even say to us, "You know, if this is something that you're not feeling, then don't do it." But but they would encourage us to have to say what was on our mind about something, and they would probe us what's on your mind. I mean, all that's beside the point. That's once you get on the show. But you know, if you're I, you don't need to go and pick out a, a rivalry with some girl and punch her in the face at a pageant, hoping that you'll get on Drag Race. You know, just be yourself. And like Caswell said, be the best impersonator and the best queen you can be. And it will speak for itself. So uh, send us pictures, Biatch. Nashville Drag Queen. Your favorite Nashville Drag Queen. Um, let us know how it goes. I mean, I guess that's not your real name so if we but if we see in the next couple seasons a queen from nashville who's 40 we will know it's you and work it girl um all right so uh i think we should get to our next question here we go dear kaz and pep how about i just get right to the point i'm fucking my best friend's dad Okay, a little bit of backstory now, lol. I'm 20 years old and my best friend since fifth grade is 20 years old too. Her dad is fucking hot. I swear he looks like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He actually competes in weightlifting and martial arts. Since I was in high school, I'd seen him in the corner of my eye looking at me a certain way, but I never said anything to my best friend and obviously not to him and very obviously not to his wife. So around Christmas time, my best friend, her brother and her parents went away to visit family and they paid me to stop by and feed their cat and give the cat company once a day for about 10 days. About the eighth day, I came in to feed the cat and I couldn't find him anywhere. So I went upstairs and there was my best friend's dad, naked, just getting out of the shower with a hard on. He laughed, wrapped his waist up in a towel and shrugged it off. I said I was sorry and he told me not to sweat it. Then he asked me to come in the bathroom and help him reach something on the top shelf because he had injured his shoulder weightlifting. As I got within arm's reach, he grabbed me and started kissing me. Long story short, he fucked the shit out of me that day, the next day, and about five times since then. And guys, I am telling you, the dick is so good. I feel guilty because my friend would be completely hurt if she found out, but I feel even more guilty because his wife is so nice to me. And she has been since I was a kid. He's trying to set up a weekend getaway in which he tells his wife that he has a business trip, but actually is going to get us a hotel for somewhere in the city for two days. And I have to be honest with you, the idea of getting dicked down by this guy for two days is irresistible to me, but I don't know if it's making me a bad person for lying to my friend. What should I do? And what would you do? Signed, giving up the pussy while cat setting.
and giving up the pussy while cat sinning. Giving up the pussy while cat sinning. <laughs> Ew, Caswell. Have you ever fucked? <laughs> have you ever fucked a friend? Listen, no matter what the fuck we say, she ain't gonna listen to us. She is gonna get that dick no matter what. And I love how she ends it with, what would you do? What? <laughs> Well, what what well, would you do? I think either one of us would keep fucking the rock. I mean, man, I don't, I don't know. I mean, part of it is kind of creepy because she's obviously known him for I think ten years. I think she says she's the best friend since she was ten or something like that. So I'm assuming he's like around forty, maybe late thirties, the late or early forties, something like that. So. She, she's probably like new to getting good dick, but I think that what she needs to understand is she can get dick anywhere. And she can get good dick anywhere. I mean, there is so much dick. She can just reach up and grab a dick. She doesn't have to fuck her best friend's dad. And like, she is being shady about it. I mean, we all know what happens when the hormones stop popping. And she, you know, 20 year olds, especially 20 year old guys are always thinking about sex. They'd fuck their best friend's mother. Wouldn't even think twice about it. A lot of them, but I think I think you can get dick other places, and I think you should look for dick in other places, and that's just the truth. Like, you, and, and you know, I, the thing I, that about this girl is she seems to be, you know, pretty realistic about everything, and it doesn't seem like she's sprung on him so much that she's thinking that he's gonna leave her to get married. But it does seem like he is a little obsessed with her. Like, I feel like from the vibe I got from the letter was that. He's not too used to cheating. He's not too used to fucking a girl that's 20 years younger than him. He seems to really love the idea, especially if he's willing to lie to his life about going to lie to his wife to go on way in a business trip for a weekend and trying to spend the whole weekend fucking her. Also, like, what kind of respect does this guy have for his own daughter to fuck his daughter's best friend? So there is some fucked upness, especially coming from him, and I think she really needs to realize that. But I know. Have you ever been I in an affair with someone? It, but, uh, girl, you could go on my grinder and it says, <laughs> it says on my grinder, I don't fuck with guys in relationships. I'm so, so against it. I'm so against it. I, I would feel like such shit personally, but at the same time, if this girl's, if, if this girl's getting this magic dick and she's, she already feels like shit about it enough to, to write to us. Then I've been in a situation like that. Talk about it. I have. Talk about I, it. <laughs> okay. I was never in a situation where I was fucking my best friend's dad. Let's make that clear. Um, but I have been in a situation where I was sexually attracted or hit on by attracted to or hit on um by someone's, you know, by a family member of a friend or or yeah by a family member of a friend and it can be a really awkward situation but the thing that's like the weirdest to me is that it's not like Caswell like you said it's not like they just met each other this this guy has been eyeing this girl since she's been 10 years old and so to me it's like it's totally creepy and it's just you know if you're gonna continue to be best friends with this person i can't imagine like i can't imagine being able to look cheating i guess i should just say cheating cheaters never get away with it it always comes to light and so 
You, no one wants to be the one sitting around when that bomb drops. And I just can't imagine what that would do to their family. You know, mm-hmm. it sucks because it takes two to tango, but you know, you're just barely an adult. If, if you're, if you keep fucking him, if anybody, if I kept fucking my best friend's dad who looked like The Rock and his dick was that good, I can guarantee you I would fall in love with him. I would fall in love with him and then I would start doing things subconsciously to, to sabotage the marriage and the family so that I could be the his woman. Oh, you that evil and bitch. so I feel like that's what's in the future. I said subconsciously. I wouldn't like rig the bitch's car. But I mean... I would I would be more bold about grabbing his dick at the picnic, you know, shit like that. Um, I'd be more uh, um, obvious about wanting his time and attention. I'd be dropping by all the time. Yeah, but girl, you know, think if I about was in love think with about him, your best friend. Think about this being your best friend, your best friend for ten years. You know what I mean? You got y'all had your period so same you, time together, like whatever. Would okay. I be fucking your? Oh my god if, if if Girl I would give you a certified ass whooping I don't care male or female If you fucked my dad When I was 20 And then and then my mom found out about it And I had to deal with my mom today Please If, if you if you were to do that Your well, friend You saying. would deserve that's to get your saying. ass whooped That's what I'm saying Exactly Can you so imagine now, me so fighting so you on I, the street I, I... <laughs> You fucked my dad bitch You fucked my dad You fucked that would fuck up because you fucking up someone's family. That's what I'm saying. It's like good dick is everywhere, girl. Okay, I agree. you want a weightlifter? Go to the gym. Get a trainer. Do what every uptown white woman does. Fuck your trainer, bitch. Like you don't have to do it. If you're a 20 year old pretty girl, you could. My God, you could you could say you could go on on Tinder and say, hey, I'm looking for some good dick. I'm 20 years old and I'm pretty. It would probably shut down the whole and fucking internet. And you want to shit. The the, the the rock the guy will probably come to your house. The the dad will probably show up. I mean, if he's probably on Tinder too. But I'm the, saying you're, you're totally right. I'm saying it's you can a get bad dick anyway. Situation. Yeah, you got you listen, you gotta you gotta spend you gotta talk to Jesus. You need to meditate. You really need to hey, look, everyone's been digmatized. I've been there, Pep has definitely been there. Like we have been there, so you just have to take a step back, be like, okay, it's good dick. I can get good dick from somebody that isn't my best friend's dad, that isn't married to a woman who's been really sweet to me for over 10 years, that doesn't have a family that I would contribute to ruining. Let him ruin it by himself. Have one talk to him, be like, look, this isn't a good idea. You know it's not a good idea. Since you, the 40-year-old or how old, is not mature enough, to put the brakes on this, I'm gonna put the brakes on this. This never happened. That's all. When I see you Christmas time to bring over a pecan pie, don't look at me twice. That's it. I can't even necessarily think that there is a way to get it. Get. I mean, they've already been doing it, and so I can't. I can't even imagine a situation where they get a where this ends well. Mm-mm. Eventually, the mother and the daughter are gonna find out whether it's this year or in 10 more years. I definitely think that it should end now because one thing 20 year olds often do not do is don't really think about the future. That's true. You know? That's true. It's not na- It's not natural. That's true. That's why you see so many 19 year olds with the whole face tatted. <laughs> it's the same. 
thinking. But that's not always right. But I'll tell you, the first thing he should be doing is getting a divorce because that's how they're not going to find out. Because as long as, you know, the wife has access to some email or text messages, something is going to come up. I don't know how slick this girl has been as far as like only talking on the phone or only meeting in places or, you know, but chances are y'all have been using some type of technology to link up. So the the wife is always going to find out. And once she sees one, she's going to press that history button. She's going to get everything. And you do not want (laughs) this woman on you because she will feel beyond betrayed. Of course she will, darling. And then your parents will be getting involved. Oh, yeah. And it's just not a good look. Right. I don't know. It sounds like some shit straight out of like a porn horror movie. So. Let us know what happens, though. I want to know if you're still getting the D from dad. The daddy. Getting pussy while cat sitting. Girl, you need to stop cat sitting. (laughs) (laughs) You need to sit on that cat and don't get up. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, it's time to go. Uh, Well. That's about yeah, all we got to go. for today. That's, that's all we have for today. It's almost been an hour. Yeah. All right, so I send your questions to askkazandpep at gmail.com. Make sure you give us all the mess. You know, the, the, the better that we can... We can help you better if you give us more information. Like some of y'all are writing to us and not telling us your age, where you're from. You know, those type of things can come in handy when trying to give you advice. You know, I would treat this person differently, you know, if she was in her 40s, you know, fucking her boss than (laughs) than if I didn't know. So tell us all the information because it really does help us, you know. Yeah. And once you have it, uh, you send it to askhasapep.gmail.com. Um, make sure you uh, check back next week and hear. I think I'm hoping that we're going to get like I'm actually putting out a call. Can we please get some follow ups? Because I'd love to have follow ups pretty soon to some of these um, advice. So if you're a listener and you haven't sent anything in, make sure you check back next week because hopefully we'll have some follow ups. Um from some of these people and let us and they'll let us know like what what advice they took and what they decided to do with their problems alright um yeah that's that well thank you for listening yep yep so shoot us an email uh, follow me on twitter and instagram and pap and all that shit yeah follow us peace bye bye The questions in our show are completely anonymous. Faces, places, and names have been changed to protect the innocent and the guilty. In this episode, questions were read by stars of Broadway's Head Over Heels, Brian Flores and Bonnie Milligan, and RuPaul's Drag Race Season 8 winner and co-host of Sibling Rivalry Podcast, Bob the Drag Queen. Ow! Forever! Dog! This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>